can use those experiences, whether they are successes or failures, and let it kind of propel you forward in life. Hello, and welcome to the Method Makers podcast by Method Supply. Intentional conversations with incredible humans sharing their daily method. Today, Kaipo talks with Asia Filipiak. Asia was born and raised on the island of Guam and has a heart for her culture. In this podcast, she dives into how she is sharing that culture with the world through the stories and food of her island. We hope you enjoy. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the Method Makers podcast. I'm your host, Kaipo Sotelo, and I'm here with my longtime friend and basically sister at this point, Asia Filipiak. How are you doing, Asia? I'm great. Hey, everyone. Yeah, Kaipo, you are like a brother to me. I don't even view you as just a friend anymore. Yes, we're we're on that plane. We've been through life. <laughs> we have. <laughs> we were in the same wedding. We were in Rio's wedding together. We were. Rio is Rio's Asia's brother and one of my very best friends. And he and I grew up together and Asia was there for pretty much all of it. So I'm super glad to have her on here. She's she's the oldest sister I never had. Yeah, thanks for having me on. I'm so excited to do this for you. This is this is so exciting. Like you're following your dreams, you're doing great creative things and it's super inspiring so thanks for having me on well speaking of creative things Mm -hmm. the reason why i brought asia on is because she's doing a little bit of that herself and we'll get into that in a bit but first off asia why don't you tell everyone about yourself a little bit sure um like you said um me and Kaipo grew up on guam together so i am born and raised on island of guam and um it really did, I don't know, it affected a lot of my life, just that multicultural um, upbringing and growing up with two brothers and um, my parents are awesome. I really value family and creativity and really bringing people's differences together. And that really came from, I feel like, just growing up on the island and um, with a family that's really awesome and great friends around me that are like family. Uh, And I you know, stayed in Guam until I graduated high school. And then I went to the States for college, first to Wisconsin and graduated from Northland International University. And now I am living in Kentucky with my husband, Luke, who also grew up in Guam with us. And so I've just been here since and I love home. I love here. I really enjoy, you know, doing the things that I love to do. Uh, I love being creative and connecting with people. And I don't know if that's a great answer or not, but um, <laughs> it's what I, it's my background. It's yeah. really cool to hear people doing great things from back home now here in the States. Uh, and <laughs> that background has really shaped sort of what you're doing today. Um, again, we're going to get into that in a little bit, but first, a good leadoff question that I've been asking is this one. When you were younger, think back to 10-year-old Asia going to harvest. Uh, <laughs> what did you want to be when you grew up? Yeah, I thought hard about this. And I really think that the thing I kept going back to, especially when I was 10 years old and maybe a little bit younger, was I really loved interior designing. I liked designing in general, but I liked creating spaces around me and around other people um, that, I don't know, made you feel more at home or more like yourself. And I remember getting in trouble actually um, remodeling my, well, I say remodeling. In my mind, I thought it was remodeling when I was like eight. 
trashing um, my uncle's room because he had like all these papers around that I didn't know were bills at the time. Um, so it was terrible. <laughs> I um, just tried to organize this stuff for him. And um, I thought I made him like a suite for himself. And uh, that actually is one of my favorite memories because I could tell my uncle when he was disciplining me, like wanted to praise me for my creativity, but also like I threw away very important documents for him. <laughs> um, but I just did stuff like that um, for people around me, for myself. I felt like I was like uh, redecorating my room like once every month at least. Um, but I thought that was something that I really wanted to do when I was little. Why, why do you think that was? I think that I really enjoy creating environments for myself and people that make that make you feel at home, the idea of hospitality and that not just being like a really pretty space or a very clean space that you walk into or that your family and friends walk into, but really it fosters um, a sense of community and um, safety and um, trust. And I felt like even as a little kid, even though maybe I couldn't have put that into words like I can now, um, I really loved giving that feeling to people and extending that through making them feel comfortable and it being a really, you know, uh, aesthetically pleasing and cozy place to be in. I'm hearing a lot, a lot of themes about hominess and <laughs> hospitality and making people feel super welcome. And in, in your dream of originally be, becoming an interior designer, just, I guess, welcoming people into a space where they feel they feel like they're at home. And I think that knowing you sharing parts of your home, like where we're from, our, our culture from Guam, is super important to you. And so I guess I'll use that as a segue mm -hmm. into the next question. What do you do now that is worth sharing with the world? Yeah, um, what I do now, it really is my side hustle. <laughs> um, mm -hmm. I make foods that are inspired by my upbringing in Guam that, you know, that's packed full of all those memories and those feelings of hominess and togetherness. And um, also they just taste really dang good. <laughs> um, and <laughs> I make videos and blog posts and share them with people around the world. And my goal is to, you know, it's kind of like my love letter to Guam, really, and all the people that made my upbringing what it was and I just want to share that with people and I really enjoy doing that my day job is I do customer experience for a company and it's really fun because I feel like I get to connect with um, the clients that we work with I worked for an album making company and we make really high-end albums for photographers around the world and especially in this season uh, where you know people's um, small businesses are struggling a little bit right now and everyone's just trying to figure out how to be scrappy and how to you know make ends meet and how to support their families it's actually been a really fulfilling time currently um, connecting with those photographers those small business owners and you know really feeling or making them feel like I'm there for them and so it's kind of cool to be able to do that in my day job but then that passion for people um, pour into my creative endeavor with a uh, Tano Itasi Cuisina, which is my, um, you know, my little dream that I'm working on. <laughs> so Tano Itasi Cuisina. Yes. Talk to everyone who doesn't speak Chamorro. <laughs> yeah. What that means. Yeah. So I really thought uh, long and hard before coming up with a, I guess, like a title or a name to put to my dishes and my 
you know, my creative project, like I was saying. So Tano is um, the land. Uh, in Chamorro, it stands for land. And Tasi is wave or water ocean. And um, I really was inspired by, you know, the island that I was brought up in. And that is affected by the land that is on and the um, ocean that it's surrounded in. And I try to use ingredients that are, uh, that celebrate the land and the ocean. And cocina is um, just the Chamorro word for kitchen. And so, yeah, I, I share my love uh, for what I do through um, cooking. So, Tano Itasi Cucina. That's, that's lovely. I mean, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just so glad you're, you're able to share that part of our culture with <laughs> everyone that you, that you get to share your videos with. Um, and I've seen a bunch of your videos, and they're so, so good. You guys definitely need to check her out. She's on YouTube. Uh, it's spelled exactly how's, how, as you would expect it to. Um, and she's putting out amazing content, and I just know it'll take off in the near future. So Asia, with the whole creative process of, I guess, inviting people into your kitchen and sharing them your culture and all that, how does that look like that method of living your life, of sharing spaces that you're comfortable in, look like in your day to day, in your hour to hour? Yeah, um, that's a great question. I, first of all, it really has helped me this whole process, like you said, my method for, you know, making Kusina Tanoi Tasi a thing, for making these videos, for creating, it really has helped me actually slow my life down a little bit. Uh, because, like I said, my dishes that I make are inspired by, you know, traditional dishes of Guam, like food that I grew up eating. And uh, it's inspired by people I, I ate this food with. And so I think about instances that happen in my day to day. And those instances trigger um, memories I have that are similar from the past. And then I think of a way to like, make that through food. And then when I eat that food, um, it and I share it with other people, it reminds me of those moments I'm having and also those past memories. So it's like, a, it's kind of a fun, like creative and like very encouraging cycle. And you would think that, you know, when you're, when you're being creative, and especially like for me, I'm not a very social media savvy person. Like that's not um, my natural like inclination. I really have, it really is a hustle for me to make it work. Um, you would think that, you know, with that pressure of, I got to put out content, I got to take videos, I got to keep thinking of new recipes, keep like giving people something to look at. Um, you would think that that would make my life feel like chaotic and stuff. And though I'm sure at times it can feel that way because no one's perfect. Um, I really put together some practices to really slow down and just embrace every moment. So I've been trying to get better at this. I journal um, any thoughts that I have as I experience things because, you know, unfortunately we are human and it's easy to forget um, like beautiful things that we're experiencing right now. And so I, I try to slow down and write those things down. And it's great because it, it gives me an outlet to, you know, observe um, what's going on around me and around people I love and um, write those things down. And then using those experiences, like not just like keeping them in me, but then learning ways to take those thoughts and those feelings and observations and creating that, like using them as, um, 
ingredients, I guess, um, to create <laughs> these dishes. Uh, so that's kind of what it looks like in my day to day. It's it really is um, a balance of, and I'm sure other people that are much more talented than me have said this, uh, but it really is like a little bit inspiration, but a lot of perspiration or just like doing things. And so my tendency is I can get stuck in my head. I can have great ideas and I don't know, think about all these big ideas Uh and um, big inspirations. But um, I really am thankful for this creative endeavor because I am able to, you know, like condition these creative muscles into actually like producing beautiful things. And I feel like it's my responsibility, not just to myself, but to people that I love around me. Hopefully that answers your question. <laughs> it definitely does. I mean, it. Cool. <laughs> you're taking what you want to do and actually giving yourself a medium to get out of your head and mm-hmm. to make something of it. And I think that's beautiful. I just love the idea that you have in your, in your mind about wanting to give yourself really in these little videos and the the memories associated with them like you said and the best way to do that is to take your day slowly and to cultivate these memories and really really make something of them Um, but I can imagine slowing things down and being intentional and writing stuff down like can get sometimes maybe tedious or hard just to do just to create content like you were saying Um, what makes that whole process worthwhile then that's a great question yeah I mean um, it definitely can be something that can be a little bit tedious like you said or you know just requires brain power and like I said this is like my side hustle so I do work a full-time job and I come home or you know these days I work at home and then clock out for the day um and it's easy my natural tendency is to just like I just want to chill I don't really want to do anything I need to like um just decompress for my day and I'm not saying that that um decompressing and relaxing is not important because it totally is but it's been a cool discipline for myself to like kind of remember that the best way that I can decompress and relax and feel the most engaged at the same time is to do creative things. And so I feel like I'm creating um, kind of like safeguards for myself by, um, you know, establishing good habits of, you know, I'm tired right now. I don't really want to do this. Um, But really pushing through that and be like, hey, like if I do write these things down and I do have like this wish list of, you know, this week, these are the things that I'd like to at least like try. And um, once I kind of push myself off that ledge a little bit or jump in the deep end and be like, all right, I'm going to do this because I said I was going to a few days ago when I felt really inspired. Um, Just that little push like really does help me kind of get into the groove of things. Um, And so that's been like actually really helpful for me just in my life in general, even though this is like one small part of my life. Um, But the biggest motivation I would say that keeps me going is just remembering the reason why I'm doing this. Like the whole point of making these videos, making these recipes, um, typing up blogs with, you know, punny um, titles that I try to come up with um, (laughs) is for connecting with people like my my heart behind these dishes and this whole project is to you know share what I love and 
the island that I love and the community, the people I love, share that with others. And the goal is that they would be inspired to share what they love um, and everything about it with people that they love. And I, I think that that in itself can be an awesome cycle of creativity and community. And when I think about that, um, it really does give me the motivation to keep going. Well, well said. <laughs> Thanks. Very, very well said, sis. Keeping everything you just sort of explained in mind the the process from going from our little island of guam to wisconsin of all places <laughs> getting married now living in kentucky and now sharing the food from our island to the world from louisville mm-hmm. would your little you be proud of you today i think so like, like I said, um, you know, my dream when I was little was very different than what I ended up growing up to do. Um, you know, I graduated with a degree in communications and I am applying that with my day job in, um, in customer experience, customer service and um, using those skills well, I think. But I think my little me would be proud of me because I think the journey and the struggle that I've had and... I'm by no means an expert now. I feel like I'm just like scratching the surface or I don't know. I feel like I have a new perspective on things that I'm excited to continue to to grow in and continue to apply this perspective. But I think that I always thought of um, being creative and caring for people as two different things that I, I'd have to pick between um, focusing on caring for people, being hospitable you know, um, building relationships, or I could go down, like kind of like a fork in the road. I could choose that, or I could choose um, some creative endeavor and really just focusing on honing a craft or whatever. Um, And the thing that I'm excited about with this project is I feel like I'm in the sweet spot of realizing I can serve people by being creative and um, I can like vice versa, like when I'm cooking meals, like, yes, it's creative and it's fun. It's fun to use ingredients I never thought of before, or, you know, just play around with, um, I don't know, different creative practices, but it doesn't have to be just something that I keep for myself. Like that's the beauty of it is like, I can share with others and inspire them and um, care for them in that way. And so I think the young me would be really excited that I was able to figure out a bridge um, to connect those two passions and I don't have to pick one or the other. So, yeah. So the last little bit of reflection and sort of in summary, I've learned so much. I learned so much from you already and throughout life, I really have learned so much from you. Mm. That's just the, an us thing, but I want you to look back at your life and where it's going because I mean you're in process right now you're Mm -hmm. working on growing this YouTube channel and blog and website really what is one word that would best describe your journey from where you begun to where you're going yeah that's a that's a great question I would think the one word to describe everything that I have been going through and will continue to go through um is synthesis and kind of like what I was talking about before really is learning how to take 
every experience I have, every thing I'm passionate about, every um, person that I care for and I'm motivated by, and like really putting those pieces together. And I feel like that's what I've been doing. Um, in the past, I've done different creative projects um, and kind of had to put them aside as I pursued other things. And though there's like a part of me that feels you know, my, my pride can be hit where it can be like, why didn't I, why didn't I just continue with that? Or why did I think of even trying that? Like that was dumb. I don't want to pursue that or whatever. I think that's like a pride thing to think that like you're, that's like your one shot and you never have anything else. But when you really view all of these experiences in life as um, a way to help you know what you're more passionate about, you just are learning more about yourself and the world around you. You can use those experiences, whether they are successes or failures um, and that it kind of propel you forward in life. And I feel like that's what all these like things I've dabbled in um, have really helped me come to see. And though, um, for example, I used to do um, wood um, pyrography, which is just um, wood burning and uh, different kind of design endeavors and stuff in the past when I was in college, when I like recently got out of college and stuff. Um, and though I never continued with that, it really gave me perspective on what I'm doing now. And so I think that that's something that I would say has been indicative of my life is like, you know, as you, not even just like as you fall, get up again, but as you like experience or as you explore something, don't feel bad if like you use those experiences and push it towards something new. Like it's good. It, it makes you, um, more flexible and able to like fully actualize what you are dreaming of and it's okay to have more than one dream and what's what I just think is really exciting is you know I can like I said kind of have a bridge of I care so much about people and I care so much about being creative and I am just really excited to see where this journey will go when now that I view those things as parallel and like they help each other they're not like they don't conflict with each other or they don't have to. And so I'm really excited to see how that that eye-opening realization will propel me in the future. I'm so glad that I got to talk with you today, Asia. That is all we have on our side. Uh, thanks for sharing so much, so much wisdom about making different interests combine into something that you're doing. And while it may not be your main thing right now, it very well could be. And I guess that's the goal and that's what you're trying to make it make happen and in the process really affect people's lives and give everyone really yummy, delicious recipes <laughs> that I have definitely used in my life. That's awesome. So thank you. Thank you for producing and making this amazing content and sharing it with the world. Um, is there anything else that you'd like to share with us before we go? Sure. Um, one last thing I'd like to share is I'm very thankful for you. And I feel like you are a huge inspiration to me and to Luke as well, my husband, um, for you guys who don't know. Um, we are very thankful for you and your your spirit of creating. And I feel like you are a great example of you care for people so so well. And I feel like that does motivate you to create create like beautiful things and to continue to um, sharpen your skills and um, become more dynamic of um, a creative and I can see how that is motivated by the people that you care about and I feel like 
that has been a huge inspiration to me. Um, so thank you so much for, for seeing what you love. I think it's very inspiring. That was Method Maker Asia Filipiak on how she is sharing her cherished island culture with the world. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Method Makers podcast. If you enjoyed the episode, don't forget to share and subscribe to our podcast on your favorite streaming service. That's all for now. But as always, we challenge you to find, live, and share your method today. See you next time.